And she, she was like, stop everyone. This is magic. This is my photographer. He came from Poland. He's amazing. And the girls were like, yeah, we know. We follow him already. <laughs> and that was the moment I was like, holy shit, you know. Like, uh, like they all know me and they feel super comfortable like because they feel like they know me. isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding craves, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so that you can learn from us and to grow your own wedding business. This is episode three, season three, and we're bringing on hat-wearing, space-traveling hipster, Magic Suvalowski. Let's find out more about magic. Is he a man or an interdimensional spirit? We're still not sure. But let's hear about his journey, what it's like being a Sony ambassador, a YouTuber, and so much more. This episode is, of course, sponsored by With Jack and, for a limited time only, beans.ie. So, Greg, what are we drinking? We are drinking some Proud Mary coffee beans today. Obviously sent over by the sponsor, beans.ie. Mm. And we were speaking to Mark from Beans and he was saying that it's an Australian roaster Yep, and they do some really crazy things with their brewing in the cafe. Mm. But this is the first time we're drinking it and it's a, is it a Guatemalan you've got? It's a Honduras. 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 We're drinking the Honduras and we're just going to brew it up on the Chemex. Mm-hmm. Quite simple and just see how it is. I didn't, I didn't pass you your glass. I do apologize. And then maybe next week we'll try it using their crazy recipe. Yes. Um, As photographers and filmmakers and obviously business owners, we know the power of stories and Beans.ie do too. Beans.ie started because they knew there were so many stories to tell about the world of coffee and not just about the regions or the varieties, but about the people behind the beans. You know, the roasters and us, the drinkers. This is the most flexible coffee subscription that we've ever used, showcasing some of the top roasters around the world who are bringing something different to the table. Look guys, we know you've been listening to us talk for years about what we're drinking at our podcast table, but now you can join us. Curate your own monthly subscription from an ever-changing list of beautiful coffees, and because we love you so much, we've got a promo code for you. Perspective15 gets you 15% off your first order, that is Perspective 15, or coffees with stories sent straight to your door. Ooh, that's hard with a mask on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing that. Um, so we're drinking Proud Mary, like Greg said, the old mate. Magic, how are you? I'm, I'm very good. Thanks so much, guys, for having me on the podcast. Finally, actually, because <laughs> I, I think we've been talking about it for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, you know, it really has been a while, actually, and we're at, we're like I've been looking forward to this for ages. I like really, um, <laughs> I'm I'm excited for today's episode. So, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it's gonna be yes. good. Yeah, happy but, to be here. Have you got anything over there that you're drinking in particular, Magic? Um, water. <laughs> I'm I'm I'll yeah I I have to come clean with you guys. I'm not a coffee drinker. Uh, so, so yeah, you could give me like the, the best coffee next to the most 
shitty coffee and and I would ask you to put milk in it, sugar in it and make, you know, milk and sugar with like a <laughs> soft taste of coffee from from it and and wouldn't you know recognize any difference between those but yeah but my wife she's a big a coffee drinker so from time to time she's making a coffee for me um and you know i'm enjoying but yeah um maybe my my uh my, my tongue doesn't have enough receptors to <laughs> distinguish <laughs> the, the awesomeness yeah. of coffee mm. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've been drinking it for a while, but to be honest, I don't drink enough water myself. So, I don't know. I think I think that's probably a wise decision that you're drinking with coffee, uh, drinking water. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, um, you know. yeah. So, you mentioned your wife. H- how is the family? We all good. Very, very good. They're all good. Uh, it's you know, it's a weird, weird time of the um, of of the century, I guess. <laughs> yeah with, like from like it's, it's been over a year with i have four kids so two of my kids are at home and two of my kids are actually uh at school and kindergarten right. so we have like the s- yep. semi-online classes right now happening but but for the most of the time of the year we had four of them at home all the time and we couldn't get outside and that wasn't very healthy for you know the, the family life yeah i get you it it can be really tough, especially when you're like we're still um, homeschooling my eldest. Um, my mm-hmm. other two are in in school and nursery now, which is good. But uh, yeah, it's 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 quite a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, not easy, not easy. Definitely happy, but happy like at least half of them are back in school. Uh, it's better for them. It's better for us. It's better yeah. for everyone. Yes, indeed. <laughs> kind of feels like we're kind of moving forward as well. Yep, yep, yep. But, um, yeah, well, a digital a digital hug for everyone, all the family. I'm doing exactly. Like, I'm doing my my big arm hug thing here. So, Magic, we actually met in person uh, way up north, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, but we were having dinner together, and we we're talking mm-hmm. to Mark and everyone, and I just looked over, and your phone flashed, and for some reason, I saw Rick and Morty on it, and I was like. <gasps> This guy likes Rick and Morty. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that's when I decided this guy's awesome. He's as weird as me, clearly, and that we have to get him on the podcast. So, <laughs> the, you know, the Rick and Morty got got me got me here today. That's great. That's great. You know, it's just, I think like about about Rick and Morty. I've learned about. Uh, about it from one of my couples, uh, to be honest, because oh, yeah. I wasn't, I, I, I always saw it, you know, somewhere in the internet, Netflix or wherever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, like the, the, the graphics and the style of drawing, like didn't appeal to me at first to make that yep. decision, like, hey, I'm going to try it. But mm-hmm. then I, I, I was shooting like an elopement in Iceland. And one of my couple was like, we are crazy about Rick and Morty. And since I really enjoy uh, you know, spending time with my couples and I, I, you know, I kind of get on the same vibes with them most of the time before the wedding. Like, so all, all, all the, you know, branding stuff that we probably are going to touch today are regarding, you know, me getting the same vibe clients as I am. So yeah, yeah. so when my clients told me like, we like Rick and Morty, we watch it like 10 times every episode. Uh, <laughs> Like on the way back from that wedding, I was I was going to another wedding actually. So that was like Iceland to Rome, I think, and I it was like a four day trip, 
and I watched first two seasons during that trip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I, like literally couldn't go, couldn't go to sleep because I was watching until like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I was like, shit, tomorrow I have to shoot wedding. But one more, <laughs> one more. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know, I know you're good friends with uh, our Phil, like mutual friend, Mark Pakura. And yeah. when we said we're getting you on, we thought, right, Mark, asked, <laughs> what can we sort of, what's some good stories about uh, magic? And he's like, well, prompt him by just saying, tell us about the story with Jim Pollard in New Zealand at the top of a mountain. <laughs> so what's that story all about? Oh, I, I, I have a cooler one for like that. That might be even more relevant for the podcast with, with New Zealand and being at the top of the mountain as well. So I went to, I actually went to Australia for a wedding. Uh, that was like a wedding of one of my friends uh, that moved to Australia. So he got me there. It's not that I'm that famous to, you know, to be brought to <laughs> Australia for a wedding. Um, so I went there for, for a wedding, my friend, and I had a week. And, uh, and, and basically being a week on the another side of the planet, you kind of think like, how can I, you know, you, you know, use more of that time here uh, in terms of like, what can I do more? And I was like, New Zealand, I, I, yeah, damn, I want to go to New Zealand. And Jim Pollard actually was following me and like being, being like, hey, you in Australia, just, you know, hop on the plane and come over. <laughs> and, and I actually did. I just pulled the trigger and I'm like, okay, let's do it. I, I came to, um, so I, I went to Queenstown, I landed, um, Jim Pollard picked me up. And straight from there, we went to the chopper, like Jim Pollard style, um, yeah. to the top <laughs> of the mountain. And the funny thing was that like I, uh, you know, I take my cameras because like Jim was like, yeah, you sh- like shoot whatever you want. Like this is the one occasion in your lifetime, you know, being on the top of the mountain with the couple, uh, like at least for now, you know. So he's yeah. like, no worries, you can shoot whatever you want. So I take my cameras and there's no batteries at all. I like I did not bring any of my batteries for some reason that I left them in another bag or something. And at that time I was shooting Canon and Jim was shooting Canon. He had like his two cameras and I was like, hey, do you have any spare batteries? And he was like, yeah, I always have some spare batteries. And he did not have any. So oh, no. he took one out. So he took one out from one of his cameras and was like, okay, man, take one mine. So he was shooting with one camera. Uh, so not ideal, but you know, just, uh, gave me the second one. So probably that was the, that, that's the story that, um, that Mark heard. But, the the, the, mm. the, the funny thing was like, we went back to his house and he's giving me this like super hipster coffee, like this, the, you know, that like the super hipster mug and you know everything and 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 as i said in the intro i'm not a big coffee person i was just like just like sipping it like mm, okay like can you give me more water so i can just drink it with something yeah like i could yeah i couldn't ask him to you know hey can you give me some more milk and sugar so i can put into it because he was like yeah this coffee beans you know were you know grown in a place of like you know all the story like being like how good the coffee is and something yeah yeah that would be very disrespectful to ask for milk and sugar, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't judge when people want milk or sugar in their coffee, but personally, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I think it needs to just be straight up black coffee. Mm. But you I see, don't judge. Yeah. If, if it's hipster yeah. coffee that Magic's talking about, I don't know if it would work with milk. Yeah, that's the thing. But, see, but uh, no judgment. <laughs> you <laughs> do you. you. If you want to put milk in your coffee, Magic, you go for it. 
10 oh, sugars, yeah. awesome. a pint of milk. So what happened after you drank the coffee? Were you bouncing off the walls? No, 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 no. Nothing like there is okay. nothing weird happening when I drink it. Yeah, oh, it's just like okay, I okay. don't enjoy the, the the process. Is not you know necessarily. It's, it's it's like eating something that you don't like because yeah. you're sitting in you know I know dad of your <laughs> girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. So so going back up to the top of the mountain, when that happened, is that when you finally cursed out Canon and you prayed to the Sony gods and they were like, this man's ready. <laughs> oh, he is now oh, a Sony yeah. ambassador. I got, yeah, I, I got blessed on that top of the mountain, exactly. <laughs> Some sort no, of it, Sony it, biblical it story. Wasn't until, I think, yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't until a year later because that was a long time ago, 2016. Yeah. Uh, so prior, even the first A9s, uh, and the, the first A9 camera was the one that got me interested in Sony cameras in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I have a good friend, Italian uh, wedding photographer, uh, Roberto Panciatici, and he, he bought A9 just when, uh, when it was announced. And f- I don't remember for some workshop or for some other reason, he came to Poland. Um, so he came to my house, he brought the A9 and I was like, holy moly, this camera is insane. But, uh, but other than like that, that, hey, this camera is insane. I was like, no, I can't afford changing systems or, or anything like that. And like a few months later, I was shooting a wedding in Ireland. I, I even remember that I was in some bus in between, uh, because fun fact, I don't have driving license. So I always drive, <laughs> you know, buses, trains uh-huh. and, and, and second shooters with cars. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. my way of traveling. Um, so I, I remember being on a bus in the middle of Ireland, I think in between uh, Limerick and, and somewhere, don't even remember exactly, but I remember that bus and, and I got the email from Sony. Uh, Sony, like, the, the, hey, I work for Sony. It was like the girl that I work with now. Um, it was like, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. I work for Sony for a few months and, and we have some cool cameras that actually I think are good for wedding photographers and I've been following your work for like years or something. Maybe you want to try something out. Um, and, and that was the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sure. Uh, you know, I, at that time I had A7S, the first one, for mm-hmm. like some, some video making stuff. Uh, so I, you know, I knew the technology and I know that a, a nine is, is massive. And that was before the third generation A sevens were announced. So that before the big boom of Sony. Yeah. So I, it, I, it was kind of funny because they, you know, they borrowed me the cameras for weddings. I started shooting with them. I got interested. And, and, and within a few months time, they actually offered me, Hey, <clears throat> we actually look for someone to work with us like uh, in the wedding you know industry like a one wedding ambassador and we think you're you you'd be the best one if you like the cameras and i like i love the cameras uh-huh. uh but in my head there was still like sony such a niche brand <laughs> and then bomb <laughs> a7s3 uh, like a7 III, a7r3 yeah. and then like all the boom happened uh and it was just after i became ambassador so i kind of think that it it's all me, you know? <laughs> it's clearly, it's, all it's clearly, all, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, I'm just going to uh, yeah. do a Q&A reminder to our Clubhouse listeners. Um, obviously, this podcast is being recorded live um, with Clubhouse. So thank you very much for joining us here. Um, but uh, there'll be a Q&A section at the end. 
Uh, so if you've got any questions to ask Magic, you can ask them there. Magic, for the people who don't know who you are yet, who are you and what do you do? Oh, okay, okay. That's a second intro, let, let it be. Uh, oh, yeah. So m- my actual name is Maciek, Maciek, Maciej Slovowski, as uh, like we said in the intro, and Maciek became magic uh, because it's just impossible to remember that name and repeat that name for, you know, English-speaking people. And like... At some point of my career, I started serving more international clients than than Polish local ones, and and I even I even remember. Oh, that's funny because the one couple that referred me, Rick and Morty, that's the one who I remember because I have a screenshot for some of my presentations that she posted a photo that I took of 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 their elopement in Iceland like super epic photo amazing like hundreds of likes under her you know that, that was facebook under her facebook and and in the description she goes like oh photo captured by our amazing photographer and and there was something like machikibsuvkakovsky you know some 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 weird way of saying my name like writing my name like like impossible uh-huh. to to you know <laughs> remember uh what it was it, it it looked so weird and and at that time that was also my url uh-huh, that okay. was my brand maciejsowalowski.com that was my website but maciej it doesn't sound anything like m-a-c-i-e-j because that's how you spell it mm-hmm. so <laughs> so uh you know long story short became magic rebranded to magic wedding uh wedding photographer so i shoot weddings i started shooting weddings in i think 2013 but went full-time in 2016 um shooting mostly um, international couples in europe so couples traveling to europe or couples from europe in europe uh most like popular countries that i shoot in would be ireland Italy, Iceland, so all the I countries. Um, and, and yeah, and some of my work, yeah, like 30% probably happens in Poland, uh, actually. But since I moved to my website being all English, everything magic, 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 um, uh, like the, the local market, it's, it's just a, a word of mouth, let's say. Uh, that's how it uh, stays. I stay alive as like a, oh, remember magic? <laughs> yeah. He showed my wedding. He's going to shoot your wedding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it works. It's funny because in Poland we have this uh, this thing that couples, when they book you for wedding, they very often want portrait session on a separate day. Okay. Uh-huh, yeah. uh, so like the separate, like the after post wedding shoot, like after wedding session, something like that. Um, it's, so it's very common. And since I started shooting a lot of international, you know, travel, traveling stuff. So like weddings in Iceland, Ireland and stuff like that, mostly adventurous types of small weddings. Um, yeah. my website was full of these Im- images. So my Polish couples that booked me for l- weddings in Poland started to ask me if they can go with me for like a after wedding shoot somewhere uh like literally we'll go okay. anywhere you are uh and yeah so we can stay there like one day longer shoot us as well 
So that that was like the, also like a piece of a um, you know way, like business for me. I, I even had a one couple that was a really crazy couple that wanted an engagement session in Iceland, wedding in Warsaw, and then after wedding session in Thailand because they were going there on their honeymoon and they're like, hey, hop on a plane with us. We'll pay for everything. Just come over to Thailand, just shoot, shoot, you know, some portrait of us in, nice. in Thailand. And that was, since that was like the very restricted in terms of date, because they were flying out literally day after their wedding. And I had the next wedding a week mm-hmm. later, I went to Thailand for one day and a half. <laughs> I, I think I, it was longer to travel there and come back than I actually spent in that place. But that, yeah, that was a year of a hustle, I think, like 2016-ish. Wow. So when I just when I just moved full-time and I was like, I'm going to do like freaking everything I can to do as many things I can do, you know, to to build yeah. up that, 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 that brand. And yeah, it awesome. worked. Still, still getting inquiries because of that hassle that I did back then. Now I'm, I'm more chilled in terms of hustling on the, the photog- photography side, you know, of my business. Yeah. <clears throat> so how that? Well, that, that was weird. In, weird me. intro. It, like from the intro, I went to some, 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 <laughs> some random, <laughs> random stuff. But yeah, basically, that that was when I started like full time wedding photography until now. I also do well, because of being Sony ambassador. I, I I can I do a lot of workshops with Sony, a lot of talks um, internationally as well. But mostly like those are in Poland, uh, and and recently, so in January, I started my YouTube channel because I thought uh, I started getting gear before it's released from Sony. It was like I get to that point mm-hmm. that they're like, hey. We have something new. <laughs> Sign NDA, and we'll tell you what's what's that. And and yeah, and that was the moment I think like, oh shit, I like have access to like the major gear, uh, so maybe I can you know ride on that wave of 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 the Sony hype, um, and build my channel, you know, on that. And yeah, so far it's yeah. been working. So two months uh, started two yeah. months ago. So YouTube is. YouTube's quite a big focus for you now, and how is it going? Is it has it been good fun? So it it is yeah, it, it's fun. Like so, I'm like when I, it was, I was struggling with a decision: should I do it? Should I like not do it? You know, like yeah. one uh-huh. like on one hand, like all the um, the I I, I I I actually went to my office. I had that big piece of paper and I started just writing the ideas okay what can I do because like weddings are slowing down right now at least like last year that was last year um so like you know what stuff can I do and one of the ideas was YouTube and like everything I wrote under YouTube like made sense you know in terms of okay I have access to stuff I I have network like international network you know, like a lot, know a lot of people around the world. So more people actually would listen to me speaking in English than in Polish. Uh, plus, it's, 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 it's a yeah. wide <laughs> audience when you speak English. Um, and also I thought, okay, wedding photographers shooting Sony. There's actually not that many on YouTube. Like whatever I search for a review on a new lens or or something like that, like they're never appealing to me because they don't like they never show what I want to see in terms of lens Uh or camera performance Uh, so I figured like if I have this problem probably there's like tons of other people 
who also have the same thing that they watch the YouTube review and it's like the review by YouTuber and not necessarily photographer and, and not even necessarily yeah. wedding photographer to be even more specific. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, so that was like all the points that I was like, yeah, okay, 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 okay. And, and I started along with the premiere of, of, of new Sony 35 1.4 lens. Uh, I posted when, with zero subscribers uh, in a mid-January. Uh, and I was like, hey, let's see where, where it goes. And, and at first, like my review didn't even show up in the search, <laughs> which I actually <laughs> yeah. figured that like, man, I should have like probably like formally started the channel like a month ago and maybe l- just built something up. So it's not like a random empty <laughs> channel posting a video because, you know, uh-huh. like who else is going to watch if, 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 if even they're typing like Sony 35 G Master, there, there, there was like 10 reviews from YouTubers and, and, you know, stuff like that. And then not mine, some other stuff. So not, not even connected with, with what I typed in the search bar. So I was like, no, definitely YouTube, you know, is mm-hmm. not shadow banning me, but not including me in that search because I'm just too new. Uh, but yeah, but my goal was, okay, don't give up 50 videos, one video per week. That's my dedication. And then I can give up yeah. if it doesn't work. So that's the goal. I'm yeah. on a video number nine so far, <laughs> uh, almost 600 subscribers. Nice. So went from zero to 600 within like a month and a half. Um, so yeah, that's I think yeah, it's I was gonna going say that's really good. good. A lot of yeah. engagement. Actually, that's something that I wasn't expecting. You know, being, let's say, you know, having, you know, 10,000 followers on Instagram, you kind of, you know, you have likes, you have comments. People, p- people do it. Then you're a bit bit up by algorithm and it all goes down and stuff like that. But you, you kind of feel that you have some yeah. sort of community around and also Facebook. But then you post a video about, I don't know, Sony A1 on YouTube. And there's like 20 comments being like, holy shit, this video is amazing. Or like, oh man, this is great comparison. Can you tell me this and this and that? It's like the number of people interested in this like actually blew my mind. And uh, the engagement in terms yeah. of, you know, the interest under the videos. Um, so, so yeah, so, so far, so good. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see, like when I finish that 50 video, uh, how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will have conquered YouTube by then, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it's going to well, be I suppose, uh, you know- 605. <laughs> now I have like 500. <laughs> <It's gonna> be- <laughs> you never um, know. You I'm know already- it's also algorithms. I'm already one of them. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks so much, dude. But, uh, I appreciate So whenever I go onto YouTube, but not every time because I do like to get my news from YouTube, which is probably not the mm-hmm. best place to get my news, but I do. But whenever I go, it's, it's always for education. You know, it's education mm-hmm. about technology, yeah. what people, like how they thought about it. So I, I can understand people kind of engaging more on that level because if I'm going to Instagram, I'm not there to think about yeah. That, that's oh, a good point, actually. Or whatever. So on Instagram, you're just chilling, you're just scrolling, maybe looking for inspiration versus on YouTube, yeah. you're looking for an answer. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm very rarely yeah. looking for an answer on Instagram. On Instagram, But that right? could be just like, me. Probably I don't never. Know. <laughs> but like, how can you even, you know? There, there is no tool to do that. 
So, like, would you yeah, well, would exactly. you put like the, the hashtag in the search box, like A1 versus A9? <laughs> no, <laughs> you'll do that via no, Google or YouTube, and Google will also show YouTube. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's. Well, that. I mean, yeah. YouTube is the second most, uh, the, the sorry, the second largest search engine, other mm-hmm. than Google, mm-hmm. and it's all yeah. by Google. Which I was which really annoyed exactly. because I did a which I, I did a pub quiz <laughs> during lockdown with my family and someone else gave the, gave another answer. And I'm like, hang on a minute. I know for a fact YouTube is the second biggest. Don't you lie to me. <laughs> and I didn't get the point. I was most, most annoyed because, you know, I'm competitive with my family. Yeah, I can so, imagine, yeah. <laughs> so magic, magic, you've got your 50 videos kind of as your goal is that what's going to keep you motivated to do youtube or will it be will it be that kind of like all the questions that you get from other people like helping others what's your motivation Uh, yeah so like that's the the 50 videos is the goal the the motivation is just to to do something that 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 works for people you know like Uh i was trying i was doing actually so many things like we do like the conference in poland and so on but actually there's you know i get so many questions about that gear like being a sony ambassador and since i was doing most of my sony workshops and the articles for sony in polish I was like, there's no way I can, you know, when someone in English asked me like, hey, what, like you tried this A1, how, how is that? And I'm like, okay, again, you know, canned response, <laughs> A1. <laughs> then like, how is it yeah. versus this camera? Canned response, <laughs> A1 versus A7R4, uh, you know. So it's like, I've got, obviously A1 is, is a new one. It's just an example of like what happened in the last three years about like, like all the possible Sony cameras and lenses and which lens should I get and which this and which that and what are you using? So that was like a way for me, like, yeah, just people like they, they search for these answers. They ask me because, you know, they know I use yeah. it. They, they know me as a person and they like my photos. Um, so I think, why don't I bring this to like the bigger waters? Obviously thinking that this at some point might be some sort of like the business, uh, you know, path for me, because as for now, yeah. like it's, it's going to be tons of time and zero. Wait, sorry. Something was calling me. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> because, um, uh, at, uh, at that time is just, uh, working a lot with like zero profit in terms of, you know, money or anything for that. Like you, you cannot like monetize YouTube from day one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's a lot of work with the possible future profit, not necessarily even from YouTube, but you know, from like the, the, the whole community, like maybe other stuff. Like I, I want to move to some physical products, uh, in the future. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, Hey, this might help, you know, as like the one of the lanes uh, of the stuff that I'm doing. I, I, I don't have bloody idea how successful can it be? To be honest, I like in Poland, I don't know anyone who would be, you know, successful in terms of in, in my at least. Uh, network that would live off from YouTube or something like that. So I, I, I don't see this coming, at least not in the next, you know, year or something, but maybe in the future, who mm-hmm. knows? 
uh, if, if it, uh, I, I kind of saw some of my colleagues from, from states blowing up last year because of pandemic and, you know, getting from, yeah. you know, yeah. 10K subscribers to 100K and like immediately having, making that their full time job. Will this gonna happen for me? I have no bloody idea. But if I don't try, yeah, you never know. Yeah, yes. I think that's a good approach to have. If you don't try, you'll never know. It's a great sort of motivation yeah. just to totally. keep going. It's good that you've set that goal of fifty. Yeah, it has to be a goal because, like, if I would stop after the first one, I could, I could have because I was like, oh, it doesn't even show in the search bar. What the heck, man? Uh, what hundred views in one week? What doesn't work? Uh, I'm gonna stop it. Uh, then I would stop at, you know, 50 subscribers and 100 views uh, while just a few weeks later of just consistently, you know, consistently putting out stuff. Um, uh, I can see that. Okay. It's working as, as far as I am dedicated and, you know, post every week. Uh, I missed one week because I was doing like the online conference last week. So I kind of missed by few days, that one week goal that I had for right. myself. And I immediately saw the numbers going down, which was crazy because I didn't expect that, uh, you know, it, like that you're going to see this like right away. I'm so, you know, my channel is a baby channel. Probably maybe someone who's listening to us uh, have like 10 times bigger channels. But from, you know, even in that baby micro scale, scale i could already tell that consistency is the key because you know i missed one week video like i didn't pass week after week and boom all the numbers the views from the past videos the number of subscribers growing it all slowed down uh you know and then i posted again yesterday and boom again up so yeah. it's just you have to post and post like probably like with every social like we learn that from uh from either instagram or f facebook or all the time if you're consistently putting out the work it just you know it just i always call it like the instagram instagramming for photographers i always call it like fishing you know <laughs> like you you are just uh, starting fishing and put something on on the you know uh, wait, I, I don't know words for fishing. How does that, the, the, the stick that, what was the name of the stick? Fishing stick? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You put the bait on a hook and then you dip it in water and then the fishes might come or might not come, right? So this is what we do when we post photos on Instagram. We put the bait and maybe someone will come, maybe will not. But if you don't do it, they, they will definitely won't come from, at least not from that pond, right? <laughs> yeah. So just before we get into more of this, of Brandon's stuff, the meat of the episode, just want to remind people that there's Q&A section coming up at the end, which will be available to Patreon listeners. But if you're listening live, you can raise your hand later on and ask a question. Yep, and if you're listening on Clubhouse, um, you can ping somebody in if you know they're having trouble with their branding, or you know if maybe they you know have any other questions, maybe Magic can can help them out. So ping people in. I know it's a kind of a strange time for a Clubhouse, but we appreciate you. Yep. A quick ad break before we got into that. Yeah. With Jack was designed from the ground up and is tailored specifically for creatives. Whether you provide a service like design, development or photography or offer advice to clients, With Jack is for you. It's focused on creatives. Insurance shouldn't be complicated. 
so with Jack has made every step easy. You'll deal with one form and talk to one Jack as you sign up, get covered and move on with your day. With Jack is all about bespoke insurance for creatives. Simple. That doesn't mean more forms or faff, it means less. It's not about endless features and stale service. It's about one solid policy and the personal touch. Bye-bye, unnecessary fuss. Hello, creative-friendly insurance. Be a confident creative. (laughs) Sorry if we lost you during that ad break. Greg was playing around with Clubhouse and accidentally left the room. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, so I I think the ad might have cut out halfway through. Oh, amazing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we lost We lost hearing of the... Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, Magic. I want to read something to our listeners um, that's from your About page because I love it. Um, <laughs> right. Magic was born out of light in the, ma- in the mid-80s. He has found love and has married his alien wife and produced four babies. If you're in love and you want your love to be captured by the Wizard of Light, send me a telepathic message here. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I, I, I butchered that a little bit, but that is amazing. I mean, to me, it says it's you all over. Yeah, that that was the that was the goal. That was the goal. So happy it it, it works at least on you. You can see. So I, I I it started. I don't even remember when at some point. Um, that I think I've heard on, on one of the workshops that if uh, if a bride goes shopping for a photographer and she'll you know see the website and on the first second she either immediately knows oh this is the guy or oh this is not the guy that's like super uh, you know easy for a photographer and all the inquirers they get is like people who really wants them and there's no random um random people being like hey uh can you shoot my wedding what's your price um so so that that was the philosophy behind this you know trying to um to filter in (laughs) the right people let's say Uh, the right people being like i don't care like where are they who they are how much money they have or like how luxury or non-luxury or cheap their wedding is gonna be i only care if they're vibing with me that's like that's the ultimate goal. So as you can see on the website, there's like tons of different weddings as well. So I try to be as inclusive as I can in terms of like what I show. Although, you know, there's a lot of adventurous stuff. There's a lot of, you know, some funky stuff because that, like that's the people that are drawn by the whole, you know, magical branding. Uh, so one of the first words that you will see, like actually the first words that you will see when you go to the website is enter the dragon. Uh, and I call that philosophy enter the dragon. I think it was, it was, and I started as a joke when I was creating a website. It was a template and there was a button on it. It was like enter the website or something like, or enter portfolio. And it's like, oh, boring, enter portfolio. So I was like, enter. <laughs> and I was thinking like, hey, what, what can they enter? Uh, and, and, and then I just like, you mean like for no reason randomly popped in my head, enter the dragon, like the movie with Bruce Lee. From, from the 80s classic movie yeah. uh, so I was like enter the dragon and I left it as is and it's, it's been like six years or four, four or five years that my websites had entered the dragon as the first 
words. And I even remember at some point, like a few years ago, I was teaching some uh, some Polish people here on the workshops, and I did that um, talk about the Enter the Dragon philosophy. That's how I, how I call it. And and while I was speaking at the, I finished the presentation being like, you know, just enter the dragon. You want the, the people to right away decide, like, or not decide at least feel that hey, this guy is for us or this guy is not for us. Uh, but at the end of that presentation, I was like, hey, am, am I actually right with this? Does it like does it work like this? You know, you start second guessing, like, hey, this like does it even like you kind of made it with that plan you kind of went with it you get the client yeah. so you think it's working but maybe maybe it's not working maybe it's not that you know so so i i, I started second guessing uh and i think the next the very next day i i i'm on skype with one of my couples that like we're talking about booking me for for their wedding and uh and that was funny because they said that that oh and we saw that dragon at the first words and it's like oh this guy um <laughs> immediately and that and and it was even funnier because for them it was because they were watching games of thrones or you know and they saw dragons it's like oh amazing oh, yeah. we're into dragons he's into dragons that's cool uh but but the, the even more funny thing is that they booked me over the photographer that like initially they agreed to should didn't sign a contract yet that was two times cheaper you know, so that, that, that even was that they, you know, they were like, yeah, we don't care how much this guy is. Like, we want this guy because he, he's freaking dragon. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, so that, that was kind of, that, that sealed the deal being like, okay. They, like, I asked and universe answered like right away. So it's entered yeah. the dragon. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, whole goal is you have some sort of a, connection with the clients like in the first email you know like that's the, yeah. the like who, who likes getting these emails like hey what's your price or like hey what's your price for 2025 or like hey you free this day like you you don't like this short not personal messages and you're trying to squeeze uh, as much as you can from that contact form adding like hey tell me something about you or stuff like that <laughs> um, uh, but for me what would work was like hey uh, are, are, is your wedding going to be Star Wars or not <laughs> it's like you know it's just like simple uh, uh, simple weird stuff and 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 the, the responses I get you know the emails I get is like oh Lord Vader was unable to you know celebrate our wedding but we'll have you know Joe <laughs> Uh, or, or, or like stuff like, hey, we were boarding Millennium Falcon. Like everyone, even if the if they you know don't like Star Wars or, or there, there's always something about you know some stuff on the website or in the contact mm -hmm. form or anywhere else in the website that they kind of you know relate to on like that cosmic level. Let's say, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Oh man, that's awesome. So, so, when you were so yeah, so that's a, I, I call it enter the dragon philosophy, basically the branding that is just like stands out, like for sure it's, it's, it niches out my, you know, my clientele, um, because it's like, I can imagine, like, I remember I told you about that uh, Italian friend of mine, wedding photographer, he, he shot mm -hmm. a lot of weddings at this time and, and 
Tuscany, like that high-end profile, you know, expensive weddings. And I was like, hey, can you refer me to any of your couples? You're shooting like 60 weddings a year. Maybe you can send me something. And he was like, sure. And he he was sending me couples along, along you know, to me. And, and they never booked because they were not Enter the Dragon material, you know? They were just yeah. That's what it is, filtered yeah. out with the Enter the Dragon filter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I, I I think your branding probably it just spoke to me and my character, mm-hmm. and that's probably why I've been so excited to have you on. It just it just it, you're right. It kind of just it does work to filter out those kind of like the people who aren't for you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I I always. You know, when, when, when I teach about this, I, I'm, I'm always like, be careful because, you know, because that's, that's definitely something that will, will not be to everyone. Uh, maybe the way you want to run your business is to expand, you know, maybe conquer the local market or like, like you always have to think about what do you want to have at the end, like what's your goal with your yeah. business? What's your strategy with my business? I'm fine with shooting, you know, 15 to 20 weddings, you know, around the world with just some random people that that just are vibing with me. And because it just brings me so much joy and fun and, and it always works. And uh-huh. also then they referred me to their friends because their friends are like them. And you know, that, that word of mouth also always works, but it's, you know, it's a tricky business to run and especially now when you know i cannot travel my couples cannot travel so uh and i couldn't like right away switch to okay i'm going to be shooting the local wedding like small local weddings now because i would have to like change everything on my website you know like i i probably i could have done it or or maybe even i should have in terms of like that if i wanted to uh, profit for from weddings last year but i was like no I'm just gonna wait for my couples and 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 I see already what's happening when 2021 the 22 because 2021 is also going to be tricky for most of my yep. clients are usually Americans coming to Europe um, mm. so there's not going to be that many this year as well but I see that they're piling up next year like all the big weddings uh, some of them I had moved to 2022 some of them are already you know um filling the calendar so actually i got the the, one of the bookings today i looked at the at my spreadsheet for 2022 and it's like hey it's looking better than 2021 already with just few weddings um but yeah Yeah. but that's so i always say like it's a it's a decision you know whether you want to go that route or or you maybe want to have some other idea for your business. For me, I like, I love it. You know, my, my brand is very personal. It's about magic. It's about, you know, having fun with people and vibing with them. And as like, just like you said, you vibe with this. Most of my clients are Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's yeah. and Simon's, I hope. Yes. So when you were coming up with this sort of Enter the Dragon <clears throat> philosophy and you were designing the whole brand, the website, logo, website copy and everything was this all you that was doing it or did you mm-hmm. hire in someone to help out with any aspect so funny enough with the with the like the, the whole idea was mine like in terms of like how i want it uh actually i've been working to redesign the website and and at first the idea was to simplify things but when i was 
doing some mock-ups, I, I went even crazier with that. So oh, yeah. I hope we'll, that we'll see <laughs> yes. the sunlight uh, at some point. But, um, but yeah, the whole idea was mine with the copy and everything uh, was mine. At first, I, I started looking for someone to draw me the, the drawings. I, I cannot draw like this. Right. But, but I had a clear vision of what kind of style I want. So I, I grabbed some, you know, some inspirations and found some guy on Behance, sent it over to him. He was like, sure, I can do it. Uh, this is the contract. I paid the deposit and he made sketches and they were so bad. Like, like clearly, like he did not understand the mess, like the message, it's like anything. It's like, it looked like he completely, and it didn't even look like his portfolio. So I was like, what the freak? is this like i just lost oh, money God. and then i i i booked a wedding in in warsaw so where i live uh with like the friends of my friends and the guy was uh, is is like graffiti artist uh and 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 also actually the illustrator and uh, i was like looked at his work and i was like hey do you want to you know make some drawings for my website and i'm gonna give you like half price so i'm gonna pay you like half of my wedding fee for the yeah. the drawings and he was like sure um and i sent sent him the same inspirations like exactly the same stuff that i've sent to the other guy and the first thing he first thing that he came back uh to me with was my logo as you can see today like literally at the first freaking try and I was like, dude, like you killed it. Like, how is that even possible? It's like you are in my head and drawing what I want. And then I was like, hey, can you draw like a dragon, pineapple, uh, R2D2, like a funky version of R2D2? And it's like, you know, and universe, planets. And like, I, I actually had even my, my sketches that I drawed on a paper and sent it over. And he was like, sure. And everything was like, he was sending us like approve. He was sending us like approve. He was saying approve. So yeah, the perfect, the perfect guy for me. Um, worked like a charm. Yeah. So that's that's the story of my branding. <laughs> I mean, I know we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but why is it important to show the you in your business? I I I think that at this point of the let's say development or, you know, like the development of the wedding photography industry with so many workshops and conferences, it's very hard to stand out with work. Yeah. And it's not that it doesn't matter because it matters a lot. Like what are you providing? What kind of work are you creating? But not everyone is an artist. And then you have these workshops, then, you know, Mark and Cole are taking 20 people to Iceland uh, and, and everyone comes back with the same photos, kind of, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, of, of course, yeah. with some sort of changes, but the same yeah. couple, the same place, slightly different editing, slightly different angles. And while it's awesome because every one of them can profit from that, at the end, the client might go to five, six, seven websites and be like, I don't even know which one is better, you know, because like yeah. we ha we know the nuances, but most of the people won't see the difference between you know me or mark for example if you show like i, I yeah. show the photo under waterfall he showed the photo under waterfall. oh awesome waterfall couple amazing looks great uh with with of course 
some of the exceptions there, like some photographers that are so amazing in terms of the, the art that they're producing. But then that's also a very niche in terms of the, the, the clients that can see the difference or can be like, this is the one I want. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I think it comes down to, to everything around these photos as well. So not only photos, of course, they have to be good. They have to, you know, uh, and enjoy the photos because that's going to be the product that they're looking f- like at for, for years. But then yep. who is behind the camera s- started being more and more important. Uh, you know, how can you, the, the, the service that you're actually providing, but also like what kind of human you are behind the mm-hmm. camera, you know, uh, especially yeah, we're, we're spending like with, with our couples, we're spending like a tons of time on the wedding day. I'd say even more time <laughs> than everyone else, you know, yeah. being in front of yeah. the bride while everyone else is behind the bride. You know what I mean? So she's actually looking totally. at you behind the camera for like 10 hours straight, probably. <laughs> Yeah. So, so well, like, yeah, does she want to look at this guy with the mustache and be like, oh, yeah, and, and maybe not even nice <laughs> uh, dressed or stuff like that? Or they want to look at this dude yeah. that, that they would invite for a wedding as their guest because he's so cool. So I think mm-hmm. that comes down to, to that, you know, decision uh, here uh-huh. that this, like, this personal thing uh, helps a lot with decision. But mm-hmm. also that's, you know, that's that's not for everyone as well. So there, there are going to be couples that they don't care about that. Like even look at the luxury market that, that the couple don't even choose the photographer. They go to wedding planner and be like, I don't want to do anything about like, I want you to take care about everything. So like yeah. for, on that side, you have to be professional. You have to be, you know, the, it has to be more of a company and brand behind the photos, not necessarily like, you know, funky dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's always, you know, you, you have to weigh that and find the balance. Yeah. What do you want? No. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think so when, when Greg and I went through rebranding, that was very much a thing, you know, we wanted to aim for the higher end market. We were thinking luxury. Mm-hmm. We were thinking kind of like films like um, like whiskey ads and, and things like that to kind of portray <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. what we were also trying to do is kind of remove ourselves from the brand mm-hmm. so that the brand could stand on its own. However, yeah. like that was, that was that was four years ago? Yeah, three or four years ago. Three or four years ago. The world since then has changed so much. Like I think with COVID and everyone being stuck inside and now kind of absolutely gagging for some social, you know, social interaction and things like Clubhouse, for example. I mean, mm-hmm. you go on this app to talk to people and it is your name, except for Greg, who's cinema, which I find really funny. I've only done that. <laughs> <laughs> <on the podcast. laughs> but like people are starting to, you know, connect person to person now and, and not just brand brand to brand so i i have a funny feeling that we are going to have to start interjecting ourselves more into the brand that's that's funny that you say that because i was thinking maybe i should have go you know to to make like a magic studio brand or something like that so i can yeah you know hide some people also under it have some in-house <laughs> editors and stuff and you know and grow that 
in terms of the, yeah. so so that's funny. Like the grass is always greener, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it totally depends on the uh, I think on the market you're serving as well. Like like you said, uh, yeah. that you you are trying to go to the more luxury market, and then the mm-hmm. brand is sometimes what couples want, where they want luxury brand. There's like a team behind the brand. They don't care if that's like you know one dude or the other dude. They care that this is the brand. There's a team team of people yeah maybe, maybe there's maybe yes. there's some one leader but the, you know team of people that sounds like something i want to pay for yeah definitely i just wonder i think i've spoken about this on the podcast previously about kind of getting nervous to show yourself in public i know that sounds maybe a little bit crazy do you ever get nervous about putting yourself out there no <laughs> no no good short, for you short answer no. <laughs> No, that's awesome. It's obviously you've you've got confidence. I I, I just uh, I think there's times there's times in the office where we'll be weird. Yeah, yeah. It's like, is this okay to show? But because there's two of us, it's harder to be like, yeah, just do it. Because there's a a devil on the other shoulder, which is the other person being like, no, that's a bit too much. Which is usually me. I was going to say the more reserved one, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're maybe being a bit too weird, Simon. I like it, but is it too weird to put out there? I don't know. And because yeah. there's two of us, it's harder to just be like, "Fuck it, let's just do it." Yeah, yeah. I, for, that, yeah. that's funny. For like for me, I think it kinds of that uh, I get more outgoing as like if more people are around, the more I'm magic. You know? Yeah. I'm just getting pumped by the number of people and being like more hyped out. So I know people that if there's like that, or they're more, you know, hiding themselves if the crowd is growing and they like small, intimate. And and I find myself that at home I'm I'm being chilled, like hibernating, and getting oh, yeah. excited when someone comes and like oh, and you know, getting all <laughs> over the place. And my wife always laughs about that because like with like especially with four kids, uh, there's not that much time in between us that we're alone and we can just you know hang out now these days. And there's sometimes they're like we're ha- when we hang out we decide that we hang out with some friends and then the fr- some friends are coming over and then there's some topic about you know anything like like you would say like the top of the New Zealand thing with 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 Jim Pollard and I would be like oh I have this cool story and I tell this story and my wife my wife would be like I didn't hear this story like you did not tell me that I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, that actually—that yeah. reminds me. You—you uh, you mentioned something uh, about a groom and a missing tooth. I actually have two of these. I had a groom with missing teeth, uh, like a day before a wedding. They went to Northern Ireland for a bachelor party because that was like a very international wedding in Ireland. Mm-hmm. A lot of people okay. came in from like all around the world. So all the boys decided on Wednesday that on Thursday they're gonna go. Northern Ireland for, you know, drinks and stuff. And they kind of come back on Friday and the groom doesn't have one of his teeth. Like the lower one, the one in the middle, actually. Uh, because he was uh-huh. opening a bottle of tequila with his, uh, you know, without any tools. Oh, no. um, <laughs> but yeah, they managed to to somehow hide it. Like he went and got some some fake tooth or something like that for, for the day. Yeah. But then I had one more, that was a long time ago. That was like on the very, very beginning of my career when I was still, you know, doing some full-time job like other than, than weddings. I, I was at the wedding that my, my bride, she fell at her face 
and she lost her top tooth, the 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 the, the root one, oh. the number like the one we call it yeah. one, the number one, the one in the front on the top, the huge one, oh. and it didn't break, it just popped out. It popped out. <laughs> Yeah, and What? check this out. They went to the hospital at like 11 p.m. She was in a wedding dress. He was in like the, the suit. Suit. They put it back. What? And she came like they glued it with something, and she came back for a wedding at like Whoa. 2 a.m. Like she couldn't was eat. There like, she couldn't, was there you know, blood drink. Down the wedding dress or anything? Uh, no blood at all. Uh, no oh, blood at oh all. Goodness. Like they managed to like. <laughs> but she got back. Like came back with a few stitches on her upper, you know, uh, lip because like the mm -hmm. when she hit in the face, she she yeah. So that that was hardcore. And to this day, me, both me, the bride and the groom, we are so mad that I w didn't go with them. You know, uh -huh. for uh, to the hospital for to take photos at the hospital. Yeah, uh, yeah. That would have, would have been so epic. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> But at that cool. time, it was very dramatic. You know. Yeah. Sorry, just had to drink. Mm. Yeah, at that time it was very dramatic because uh, everyone was crying. They didn't know what was going to happen. They had that tooth on. You know, she was holding the freaking tooth in her hands. You know, <laughs> and then it's like crazy. Yeah. So, so yeah, they didn't even take any good photos of this. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. We've <laughs> talked about the sort of website side of your personal branding, but what other sort of methods are you using to portray that part of your business, like the you, at like sort of social media or emails? How are you communicating with couples or potential couples? Out with just your website. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the, the website is the key, obviously. But then it has to be, uh, it has to be consistent over all the, the the media that you're doing. So website, Instagram, Facebook, like it all has to like give the same vibe outside the world, you know, to the world. Yep. So I found it that with the with the Instagram stories, there are like the best possible tool for you to just show yourself so yeah. what what i was doing at least when i was hustling a lot with my photography side of things uh i, I was showing a lot of behind the scenes all like a lot of you know joking behind the camera being like oh my god this is cool like we're here we're there we're there like just sh showing my like just my world basically and uh, like how that how does that work is that People were actually responding in the emails when they were uh, sending inquiry, like "We love your Instagram stories," like "We feel like we know you," uh, and and then so many times I have this um, this uh, this thing that when I went to shoot a wedding, I I show up when the bride is getting ready. I I remember that one time because that was like the the one of the <laughs> biggest bridesmaids. Uh, the 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 how do you call it? Uh, you know when there's like 12 bridesmaids the wedding party right oh the wedding, wedding party, party yeah uh -huh. yeah the wedding party was huge at that wedding so <laughs> I I show up in that you know Irish castle that was again in Ireland um, get, get in the room and there's this American bride with their 12 with her 12 bridesmaids all of them wearing you know the same uh, the same robes of course and, and, and she's like oh my god magic and you know I saw her once like a year before on Skype 
that, that, and that was it. I didn't even remember how exactly she looks, so I wasn't sure which one is the bride. <laughs> oh, and especially she, like she had a sister that was like identical. But yeah, yeah, she was like, "Oh my god, magic!" And she, she was like, "Stop, everyone! This is magic. This is my photographer. He came from Poland. He's amazing." And the girls were like, <laughs> "Yeah, we know. We follow him already." <laughs> 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 that oh was God, and, and, and that was the moment I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, like uh, <laughs> like they all know me, and they feel super comfortable, like because they feel like they know me, and I feel bad because I don't follow them them, and I don't know them like none of them actually, and they all know me. So that, that yeah. that's kind of one sided only. That that's the the only thing I dislike about that. That I wish I know which people you know. Uh, yeah. So I can, you know, get some vibes with them. Plus, sometimes even if I do, if I do follow the bride of Instagram prior to her wedding, they're they are not necessarily doing Instagram stories as well or uh-huh. showing themselves, maybe showing their cat or something. But you know, there's so many times I I go and even mother of the bride would be, oh, magic, we 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 saw you bought a new hat in Iceland. How was it? It's like, oh yeah, I bought a new hat. That's true. Yeah, I showed it in my stories, and you know they kind of know <laughs> everything that like. Yeah. But that that I kind of stopped it. Um, not that I not that I stopped. I still do Instagram stories. But at that time, I was like doing them daily, you know, doing like the series, yeah. like a music for today, like this and that. And this works very well and, and, um, and it was great. But, uh, at that time, like it, it worked for my business at that time, but because I was trying to grow my business and, you know, the, that, that was the goal. At that time, I do see that I should be doing some of this stuff. And I know I, I could have like, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in, like in the, place let's say that i know what would work but i don't have time and power and i'm not so eager to do everything again you know the same stuff so i've i i that was the time like between 2016 and 2018 19 that i was doing like literally everything that i was like this will work i will do it this will work i will do it while right now i remember i remember back about that time you were really prolific on Snapchat, yeah. Snapchat. and then obviously yeah. Instagram stories come along and I think you, you exactly. filtered that into stories. Exactly. But as you say, it's kind of not as, not as prolific nowadays, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that was the, the moment I, I even had brides following on Snapchat as well. So yeah. it started with Snapchat. It started with one of the Nordicus workshops that they were like Snapchat, next, next big thing. And that was mm-hmm. the time I was trying to grow on my business, let's say, like start, have a, have a good start with my business. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do everything. And I was doing that for two, three years. But now, you know, with four kids at home, uh, with multiple, you know, ideas, what can I do with running like all this different stuff, like being, like doing conference, doing workshops, doing like the, the weddings are, are a big part of that in terms of they are majority of my income. But now I kind of, prefer relying maybe on that word of mouth side of stuff yeah, i was like okay uh-huh. i'm just gonna like i'm i'm just tired man <laughs> yeah i know we get you man we get you well you you mentioned the kind of studio idea which i thought was kind of cool but we spoke on the last episode of the podcast we were speaking to a photographer called mm-hmm. emma lawson 
and she kind of bolsters her business mm-hmm. with associate shooters. So I'm wondering, yeah. mm-hmm. have you? Uh, do you have an associate team of shooters? No, no, no. So I, I, I did not go that route. Uh, yeah. And and now it's. I wouldn't say it's too late for me. It would need to get on my list of priorities. It's all like when I was talking about that piece of paper in my office that I put the the ideas of this stuff, that was yeah. one of the ideas too. Um, yeah. You know, like, okay. But that would require for me to switch to a local business, yeah. you know, to mm-hmm. change everything to Polish. Because like that studio idea with associate shooters like works really well locally, which I could pull off. But then again, it's like it's a decision like, hey, should I do this or should I concentrate on the other stuff? Uh-huh. Um, so so right now it's 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 in the queue. Uh, I know it like again, that's funny. Like after all these years of 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 doing a lot of stuff of knowing a lot of people, of talking with a lot of people, you know all this stuff, you know what will work for what. I know that, uh-huh. okay, if I want to do this, I like let's say, let's say with this YouTube, if I want to do YouTube, I just have to do it. You know, I, I just know that I have to do a video freaking a week. And that's, that's, that's work. That's a lot of work. But, yeah. uh, and, and to be honest, I was talking, uh, I was talking before with Cole Roberts from Nordica and it's like, Before I was starting this YouTube and I was like, man, I'm pretty sure it's going to work because like I, I, I know that this is how it works. You just have to put these videos like every week, every week. But like, should I do it? Mm. Should I do it? Like, it's going to be tiring. Like, and so, yeah, so there's like decisions that being like, hey, like this is the stuff that can be done. Uh, but all of them requires time and I'm just have very limited time in terms of there's only 24 hours and I have to sleep at least six seven and then I have to spend some time <laughs> with my four kids so yeah. so the, the the bigger question that I was asking myself could I do like could I have a team of people working with me but every time I try to team up with people it doesn't work I'm just too much not the not I wouldn't say a perfectionist but yeah I, it's like it's, that's why magic I, is magic, the brand, because like everything I do is is just me. And then when I have someone else, I would like, yeah, do this, do this, do that. And like, oh, maybe I should do this way. And like, no, do this yeah. <laughs> because I tell you, so, uh, I don't think I'm a good team player. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I, like, so Greg and I have roles in the business, obviously. And one of mine is um, the editing of kind of all the content. And I'm quite prideful about it. Probably mm-hmm. to an unhealthy degree. Like I, I do end like there's this kind of famous kind of saying, you work on your business, not in your business. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I find that yeah, I just yeah, work yeah, yeah. in my business a lot. I get it. And Greg mm-hmm. works on the business a lot. Mm-hmm. But like it kind of plays to our strengths. But I was just thinking, would you ever consider working with a virtual assistant? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I wonder how that would be to, to, because well, I mean, depending on what kind of role the virtual assistant would would play. Would be, yeah, of course. I so I, I even had like the for, for some time to have like I had like last two months ago I had the virtual assistant scheduling my Instagram because I stopped posting on Instagram because that was one of the things that I know if I want to have business I have to go fishing right. Uh, yeah. But but then I had, didn't have time, so I had virtual assistant doing that, and I would probably, if not pandemic and limited budgets as well, 
I would love to have someone, you know, doing stuff like this for me. Oh, they wrote, I think, two blogs for me. So they could be writing blogs for me. They could be. So all the stuff that you know that are helping you with business and are actually working. Yep. And I know that they would work. So, so yeah, just sh- sh- shortly answering your question. I know that that would work probably just having people doing the this, this simple stuff or like editing or the, the stuff that I call monkey job, like editing photos, yeah. man, this just, this is just a waste of time. <laughs> just go photo after photo and just, you know, click, click, click. You don't, you don't even think, uh, you yeah. just do, right? <laughs> yeah. By the way, I love this metaphor of the fishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I actually really right? do enjoy it. And, and I, it's funny, like when you think of like newcomers to the game that don't really have a grasp of kind of the ins and outs of it, they kind of think, well, I don't want to put, you know, words or images into people's heads or whatever, but I remember back in, in like when I first started, I was like, oh man, there's a gap in the market. My work is really goddamn good. I'm going to come in and it's kind of like using the, the fishing analogy. It's like, <laughs> instead of using a fishing rod, I thought my work was like the TNT it was mm-hmm. the bomb, man. Bomb. I thought, yeah. I'd just chuck it in, it's gonna blow. and I get all these clients because my work was so good. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, one That's I funny. was full of myself back then, which is hilarious. And um, yeah, so I just wonder if there's other newcomers out there and listeners. If there is, like, if you're th- new to the industry and you're thinking this way, I would really love you to contact us to see if we can help you because <laughs> it's a condition. Fine. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Magic, I I, I want to talk to you about shooting, shooting. because as videographers, mm-hmm. we we always work alongside different photographers, and it's so interesting to see how everyone approaches it differently. Mm-hmm. So going back to actually shooting, uh, let's say a couple sec, uh, a couple session. First of all, do you carry that same kind of energy? that goes through your brand. Like, oh, yeah. are you kind of weird and quirky when you're shooting? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's why, because, so so that's, that's how it works. That's what they book. They book magic, they get magic. Like they book what's on websites, so they get a guy that is just like the guy in the, like on the website. So, because that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of how my energy goes throughout the wedding day. I get pumped by the emotions and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm running, I mean, uh, you know, funny, uh, even like, re- like, <laughs> that was funny last year. I remember I was booked via, uh, wedding planners that, so I shot a wedding for my clients that wedding planners were at. I usually don't work with wedding planners, although it's a very huh? great, uh, way of doing business, uh, in, like business wise, but uh, so but the wedding planners loved me, so they are sending me in, inquiries like from uh, from time to time, and I was shooting that wedding that I didn't have like you know see the clients beforehand, or they didn't get to see, me. so they they didn't get like that full magic treatment because that was like mm-hmm. the, the sort of like the different approach that they go through, like they are hands off um, the wedding, but then at the wedding, I, you know, I uh, I was. I was myself, so when, when I was shooting portraits, we were having fun, you know, joking, shooting. Uh, then what I often do, uh, actually I always do recently, I, I print some photos and put them in like the little wooden banana box uh, oh, yeah. and give the couple at the end of the wedding day. 
uh, <laughs> and I gave the photos <laughs> and guy, the, the groom, he gave me cash. He started hugging me. I was like, man, I love you, man. <laughs> so great. Um, and, and, and I don't get tips a lot at weddings. I, I, although it's a, it's a nice thing when, when they, when they come, but that was a funny situation because most of the time I would imagine that I would get tips by someone that like, you know, went through that all magic experience and stuff like that. But that was purely on the wedding day. I, yeah. you know, I, and, and that's the, the, another funny thing is that usually before wedding, before wedding, the bride is the one that loves magic. And after the wedding, the groom is the one that loves magic too. Yes. So that all that, there's always this, you know, bromance happening at the wedding day. Yeah. And after the wedding day, the, the groom is like my, you know, my bro. <laughs> Nice, man. Nice. <laughs> you know, that's funny. Like, like a lot of, yeah, quite a lot of our clients were, they were Americans mm-hmm. or, or not even Americans, actually Australian and mm-hmm. from all over coming over and uh, getting eloped. And um, yeah, so I remember the first time we actually got a tip from a client and it was so bizarre because it's yeah. just not mm-hmm. in our culture over here. Oh, so check this out. The, yeah. the, the, the groom that gave me that tip was British. That was oh, a couple from the UK. The couple was from UK. Yeah, wedding in Italy. couple was from Liverpool, I think. Oh, right. Huh? Wow. Okay. Right? I don't think it's Magic. really common over here to be tipping in general. It's more mm-hmm. so with American couples. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So American bizarre. couples, they would do that more often. Um, but yeah, but uh, I, I think I get tips once from the, the British couple that was one time and one time from Irish couple as well. Um, yeah. Which, like which means, yeah, that worked. Which means it. like you, you, you made a good service, I think, right? On, yeah, on the yeah, wedding yeah. day, that they felt that on the wedding day, you just did a good job, that you worked. You, I don't know, you were helpful or whatever, because some, some of the times I kind of imagine that photographers are trying to be as hands off as they can, being like that mm. one creepy dude behind the column, like, you know, with this, you know, <laughs> 72, 200 being like, <laughs> and trying to be super invisible. So that's not mm-hmm. what I do. I, I try to be inv- invisible by blending in, you know? by trying to yeah, yeah. be in that first person perspective. So the photos are not the photos taken from, you know, afar, but I want the photos to, when they look at the photos from the reception or the party or, or whatever, I want them to see that the couple, that they see it as for their own eyes. When, you know, yeah. when the boys are dancing in the circle I'm dancing in a freaking circle with one hand, yeah, man, uh, and one one cam- camera in my hands, and just shooting them, you know, straight uh, in in the face of just from like you know few feet. Um, so, so that my goal, and that usually you know it ends up like, hey, how, how like so how do you know them? And I'm like, oh, they <laughs> they they found me on the internet and paid me to come here. I was like, oh, oh, sorry, I thought you were you were one of my friends. <laughs> Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, they usually also yeah. uh, like not usually, but often I asked you, hey, if you have like a free seat at one of the tables, like maybe you have a random table of some random guests that you know that you have to put uh, in the corner. Uh, I can be on that table. I prefer to be on that table because then I see the action from the yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know the first perspective versus being like in the the room of vendors in the basement or 
something uh, like yeah. that, you know. Plus, plus, it it also helps when you have that moment of like, you know, if you're in the back and you hear like groups mm-hmm. of people clapping, mm-hmm. and, and then, then you pick your like, camera oh and, my God, and run. Like, right? I'm missing something. Come <laughs> and you just sprint yeah, away. Yeah. And then you like, come and it's everyone, finished, then... and you don't know what happened. What was what was that? You're like, oh no, someone <laughs> yeah, exactly. was singing Happy Birthday. Everyone's crying, like or something. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 exactly what we try and say to couples is we want you to feel like we're another guest. We Mm -hmm. we try and blend in and get to know their family and friends throughout the day and yeah, it's it's a good approach to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So going back going back to that shooting with a couple, right? Do you have any techniques? Because when I look at your photographs, they're all lovely every everyone's having a good time smiles do you have any like do you have a thing you do with your couples like i know some photographers play games or some other photographers you know kind of start (laughs) oddly swearing or they bring up inappropriate topics or you know what i mean do you have a thing um not necessarily so i the I'm very outgoing uh, and, you know, trying to be f- funny, but also trying to feel the vibe of like, because some of them are more nervous and stressed. Some of them are more, you know, loosen up in terms of the portrait time. Um, and most of the times it's just, just relaxed, fun way of, you know, enjoying each other's company and 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 myself taking photos uh-huh. um so no tricks but sometimes i when it's like more nervous atmosphere or something i do have some of the you know like hey hold your hands and now look at each other now run and so, so, you know but it's it, there, there's no like a certain tricks that i repeat it's always down to to me feeling the the couple like you went like when you go to my website and there's this photo that the guy is on on the beach and the guy is jumping and it's almost you know the um the spit like spinning in the uh, in the air and that was because i was uh we were on the beach that, that that was shoot on on a workshop but they were a real couple and i get to hang out with them like a little before and and he was all the time, you know, jumping and doing some fun stuff. So I incorporated that into a shoot, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's what I always try to do. I try to read my couple in terms of okay, are there uh, are there gonna if like what happens if I'm gonna ask them to dance like on the middle of the street, you know? So if I get to read them before and being like, yeah, that they, they, they will they will go for it. They'll be amazing, and they so and I will go for it, right? But if I feel that yeah. I will only stress them out, I I obviously won't do it. So it's the wedding of reading your couple and you know get getting in the right zone with them. I kind of I I, I wouldn't say I'm a you know chameleon, but I I can't kind of get into someone's vibe. As well, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, mixing like uh, and and funny things. Sometimes I even start talking weirdly, you know, to <laughs> to talk like the couple is talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 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 I might be talking very. Uh, my my English is like the mix of American Polish English. I'd, I'd say that's because of watching <laughs> movies. But sometimes I would yes. go like, yes, you know, because we go to this and this, and you jump, okay, you jump. 
<laughs> because if I get a couple that also <laughs> is not fluent in English, I'm not going to be, you know, uh-huh. uh, uh, trying to, I, I'm going to go the, the simple way. Like, yes, yes, yes. In my country, we do this. What do you do in your country? You know, <laughs> we jump, we jump, yeah. we just jump. So, <laughs> so the way I approach couples would be like purely by reading them and trying to, uh, you know, get the right vibe there's no like like tricks uh there's obviously stuff that i would repeat because i know it works like poses and in terms of posing and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah in general there's just trying to read them and 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 have a you know uh, cool zone together very cool man very cool so, I mean, magic. That's that kind of brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, where can people find you online? So everywhere, uh, everywhere online, I'm magic wedding photographer. So it's Instagram, magic wedding photographer. It's YouTube slash magic wedding photographer. Website, it's magicweddingphotographer.com. So simple, as simple as that. Like magic awesome. was taken, like or just magic was also would be impossible for SEO. So it's always magic wedding photographer. Three words. Yeah. That's my brand. Cool. So listeners, definitely go there and follow Magic, and um, yeah, keep in touch with them. And yeah. also, and and his YouTube stuff, which I find great. And I'm not even a Sony Sony sure. So you know, have fun. <laughs> uh, and people can find us at cinematefilms.co.uk on Instagram and Facebook and on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by Cinemate. We hope you loved this episode and if you did, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by Cinemate where for the price of a coffee every month you can get access to the clubhouse Q&As, roundhouse discussions and even more bonus content that you won't be able to get anywhere else. If you don't have any money to give, that's okay. Just hit that subscribe button so you know when the next podcast goes online for free. Maybe just consider leaving a review and we'll give you a shout out. However, in the meantime, enjoy your life.